Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside Access pushes the legal limit. High Rollers. With Jason and Ken. 105.7 The Fan. Time to make the people some money, and uh, let's go to the Ashley Furniture guest hotline. Where joining us now is the, hes- the excuse me is the host of the BetQL Daily Boost and BetQL writer Lucy Birds. Lucy's brought to us by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. And Lucy, good afternoon. Thank you as always for joining us. Before we get to your picks, I know it was a rough year for your Red Sox, but you always you always had your Mets. And the Mets were in the playoffs. 100 wins. Yeah, great season, but now they're gone. So how are you feeling about baseball right now? I have nothing left. Nothing. The empty hole inside. It's just so sad. And Seeing the Mets go down was a tough one because that night was just such a bummer. You could tell the air was just taken out of the crowd. The players knew it. Everybody knew it. Halfway through that game, at the latest, you knew it was over for the Mets. And even a game two gave you some spark and then nothing. So it was just sad. But I cannot pretend to even be as upset as a Mets fan who absolutely lives and dies with the team. So I, I think, though, I would rather have my team go as far as the Mets did than have the Reds than be like the Red Sox losing in the season and you know halfway through the season it's not going to work right. out so good for the Mets I think it was I don't know if it was heartbreaking for Mets fans but at least the Mets got further than you thought they would maybe and they gave you some fun during the season Timmy Trumpets really really brought yeah. the house uh, down. <laughs> that was the hype well it's been a few years since TB12 left town but I know you still oh. seem to have some um emotional scarring or residue there you are my official Tom and Giselle uh, follow on Twitter. Like I get all my Tom and Giselle news basically through your feed. Um, Do you, is, is Giselle a witch? Is that where we are now? Is that, that seems to be what's under debate at this point. Yes. So I do fancy myself the official Tom and Giselle reporter, boots on the ground. (laughs) I I walk by the TV 12 facility every day, right down the street from me being like, what's up? What's new with all the gossip guys. (laughs) Um, And what I have discovered and piecing together all of the information from over the years, from witch talk, TikTok witches, and all of these things, you know, the normal things as people do. Oh, sure. Yes. Giselle is a witch. <laughs> she, I think she believes that she is one because as I have learned through witch TikTok, anything really is witchcraft. When you blow out the candles on your birthday cake yeah. and make a wish, that is witchcraft. When you manifest something or, or wish for praying is witchcraft. It's all 
in the, the stars and the astrology and all of that. So what Giselle does, and Tom has said this, is she creates these altars for him. And um, when it's, it's his year, she knows it. And what happened throughout the years is she was giving him power through this witchcraft. I even am kind of laughing saying this because it sounds ridiculous, but there's got to be something to it because it's either TV 12 or it's witchcraft or right. So now that she is, I will say they are divorcing. There has been no official statement, okay. but everything you see is pointing right in that direction. Brady even just yesterday posted a video about how he bought this pickleball team, and he said that he wants to continue his athletic career through his 40s, his 50s, 60s, 70s, direct shot at Giselle. Oh, wow. And the fact that she did not want him to play into his 70s, of course. So I think that is a clue also that they hired divorce attorneys, and she was seen Jeez. walking into the offices of a divorce attorney in Miami, no wedding ring. So Ooh. I don't know why else you would hire a divorce attorney, but that's, I mean, that's got to be one of the reasons. So <laughs> these are all pointing to the fact that they – are divorcing he doesn't look great he looks like i mean he always looks great but he looks like he hasn't slept or eaten uh-huh. in a few weeks but this is why i am going to become a witch of tiktok myself oh, nice. count- i have to somebody has to counteract the the pa- fact that giselle is taking back her power which is what's happening apparently oh. and i have to someone has to direct power back at tom so I'm going to make an altar for the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl, if you want to get in on those odds, mm-hmm. because I want this to be worth it for Tom. I want him to not, at the end of the season, say, I destroyed my marriage just to only right. make the playoffs. To lose in the wild card, yeah. Yes, exactly. So need him to win a Super Bowl so he can replace the wedding ring with a Super Bowl ring, I think would be perfectly fitting and Giselle who by the end of the season. And that's what I would hope for, for Tom Brady, because this is, this is just, it's a surreal situation. Truly. What do you put in the altar? Well, I would put some, I have some, some Tom Brady prayer candles are in the mail. The email that those are, have been shipped. Thank you very much, Etsy. And uh, I will light those each day and, and, Say mantras and things like that as I as I go down the the rabbit hole of witch TikTok and learn how to use crystals and spell books. That I am telling you, if you want to go into a business where you make this plethora of money, <laughs> spell books and crystals and rocks because these people will buy anything. Wow! So you just say, oh, this is this has power to it, and this is a, a valuable stone, fifty bucks, and they'll buy it. Jeez. Well, Lucy, you mentioned it earlier. Is is Tom Brady okay? Is he well? No. Because obviously you see that picture where his cheekbones are exposed. He's emaciated. Did, did he get yeah. work done? Is oh. it just stress? Uh, what do you think? I think it's a little bit of everything, but I want him to drop that cheekbone routine because if he's using a jade roller or a gua sha stone, I need to know his technique because those cheekbones are chiseled and i think it is a combination of work done and stress because he's lost weight he looks a little almost frail which is kind of a concern um but he i think it's a combination of all those things i don't think he's sleeping much i think his anxiety is probably through the roof Um, but i think this is going to make him in the end a better football player because he is going to devote his entire energy and life to studying tape and and winning games and he has i mean everything else in his family he doesn't have giselle saying oh we spend time with the 
kid, he's probably spends time with his kids, but not Giselle saying, spend time with me or do this or do that. Now right. he can he can devote his life to football, and he's going to put all that energy as a expert compartmentalizer into football. <laughs> We're talking to witchcraft and TB12 expert Lucy Burge. It's Inside Access here on The Fan. Let's get to the football, and let's get to Tom Brady and his chiseled cheeks, and he's in Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers this Sunday. My, they, the Bucks are giving eight. Uh, you, you I like, think we know what side yeah. which Lucy's oh, on yeah. here. Steelers, no. <laughs> I think that I would take this if it was even higher. With Buccaneers minus eight, I'm going with. Again, I think this is going to be a nice confidence boost for Brady because this could be a – I'm going to say this will be an easy win for the Buccaneers. This has been a weird football season, so you never know. But I'm, I'm going to go Buccaneers minus eight for sure, and I'm going over on Brady's passing yards because mm. I think he's just going to tear the house down when it comes to just just passing and be as aggressive as he's ever been. So Buccaneers minus eight for sure against the Steelers. Well, this is a hate watch tonight, Lucy, but you have one of your best bets on the Commanders-Bears game, right? Yes, I do. So, so many people are on the under on this game. So I feel like the sharp pick, the smart pick would be the over. So I'm going over 38 here. I know Thursday night football games, this is not supposed to be an exciting one. No. Last week was, was maybe the worst football Oof. game we've ever seen. But this week, I, I'm thinking the over might hit. There have been so many surprises this season. I would not rule out over 38 points here. And then um, the Patriots, they play the Browns. The the Browns can't really get out of their own way. They've they've won. I'm sorry, they found ways to lose some crazy games to the Jets last week to the Chargers. The Patriots uh, clearly got the run game going last week against the Lions. Yeah, there's no Harris, but do you uh, do you still think the hoodie gets this done and, and gets it done by three points or more? I do. As I root for the Browns' downfall in the organization, this is a good spot to to do it because the Patriots, I think, can cover this spread. Still not entirely sure who will be at quarterback, and I am rooting for Bailey Zappi, although Mm -hmm. things are turning more toward Mac being ready. But I think they should play it safe, and I am now a a Zappi stan. I really really like Bailey Zappi, and I think it's possible he could take Mac Jones' job. I think the the passion in New England is is pointing toward Bailey Zappi. People love Bailey Zappi, and I don't know if this is going to be a Brady Bledsoe situation, but Bailey Zappi is really winning over a lot of people. So I'm hoping he starts. And either way, I think the Patriots can cover this spread, plus two and a half. Well, before we let you go, one bit of one other bit of nonsense. So I, my understanding is there's this BetQL thing happening. At, uh, uh, at the it? National Harbor, Har- MGM National yeah, Harbor are, next month. Are you going? Oh, I don't believe I was invited. Oh, oh. What? Well, Jay, What's happening? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, Kenny, you, uh, you there you go, yeah. going off half cocked again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one that you're the BeckQL person. I don't know. I, anything just, about I don't it. know. I got a, I got a, I got an email that I couldn't quite figure out, but I, I didn't know. I didn't I don't know. Yeah, well. Good look well, into it. I will look I'll look in the mail for my invitation. We're we're looking for reasons Why? to get you to Baltimore. the greater Baltimore DC area. So we thought maybe this would be baked into the cake, but perhaps I it's not. I have to get down there, especially at the latest next season for a Red Sox Orioles game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Lucy, always a pleasure. Uh, good, good luck, luck with, with the, the altar. Yeah, the witchcraft stuff. We we, we want to hear an update. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you very much. I will absolutely keep you updated. You know that. <laughs> that was the host Thank of BetQL <laughs> Daily Boost and BetQL writer Lucy Burge. Be sure to listen to the BetQL Daily podcast for more of Lucy Burge analysis. Just search BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Coming up next, how much will Ronnie Stanley play on Sunday? We're going to tell you next here on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. Baltimore Sports, 1057 The Fan. Really good. Um, you know, he's he looks just like he did right before, you know, that unfortunate injury. So, you know, and he's coming along. You know, he'll obviously play more. I'm not going to give you the, the snap count number, but he's going to play more. And uh, we just hope he can continue to trend in that direction. You know, he's a very talented guy, very valuable, valuable to us. It can kind of change the way we leverage things a little bit when he's playing. That was Greg Roman just about an hour or so ago talking about Ronnie Stanley. Says he looks like he did before the injury, and he's going to play more, Jason. What does that mean? Well, he's gonna he's on target to play more than 33% of the snaps. I, I, right? I mean, okay. So we've been trying to read a lot of tea leaves here. Sounds like Wednesday's going to become a rest day yeah, for him. And judging by that, there is a plan. Now, again... Dependent on how he feels from week to week, day to day. But it seems like they have a plan of they were going to start at around a third. And then whatever that number is, this I don't know, 40, 50, 38%, they have a number in mind. And then if that goes well, I mean, it, it, it sounds like this is part of a master plan. He didn't say, I don't know what that number is. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm not going to tell you yes, what that number is. Correct. So they have an idea of what the objective is. And I would assume, unlike, say, JPP coming in and blowing through whatever that number was, (laughs) right? And unlike what we've seen with Calais Campbell early in the year on occasion, blowing through whatever that number was, I think this is more like the Dobbins situation where because of the extent of the previous injury, this is more of a hard cap T-bone than a soft cap. And you have to... Factor in the sketchy turf at MetLife Stadium. And a lot of players, even John Harbaugh, lamented the turf after week one playing the Jets. Lost Juwan James. I'm sure Juwan James lamented the turf after week one. Kyle Fuller, who had never missed a game in his uh, NFL career, ended up blowing his knee out in that game. And just looking at some of the metrics when it comes to injuries, the Giants have had the most injuries in football since the 2009 season. MetLife Stadium opened in 2010, and then it kind of gets into the whole debate over turf and natural grass. And there was a study done 2017 through 2020 for uh, most injuries, most times players have left the field. Top five stadiums had turf. And MetLife Stadium ended up coming in at number nine. So I would assume that's going to factor into the equation. And you won't know till game time, right? How Ronnie's feeling during warmups, how he's feeling after the first drive that he's in. And I would guess that that could alter plans. But as of right now, Greg Roman's saying he will uh, beat that 33% threshold. Before you jump in, Jason, I was just going to say, <laughs> I want to remind the people that after the game, for what it's worth, Ronnie said he felt really good. He said, no, everything's going yeah. well. I feel great. Yeah, and look, 
based off what we now know from what Giro just said, mm-hmm. we clearly last week was by design. He was once he hit that certain number, 22, 23, whatever it was going to be, that that was it, right? He's going to continue that series. You know, as the, once the rotation gets to a point where he's hit his number, that's that. So it may turn out next week that the the percentage looks weird. I think it's happenstance that it came down 33-66. You know what I mean? Because you don't know how many more snaps there's going to be in the game. You don't know if there's going to be a turnover. So I, I don't think they're looking at it from that standpoint. There's a hard number. It's whatever that if it was 25 last year, last week, maybe it's 35 this week or whatever. And you don't know whose drive is going to be longer or what have you, what's going to happen when either guy's out there. But this seems to be the plan. To your point, we were wondering why on Monday, Ronnie Stanley, J.K. Dobbins, they were both not out on the field on the game winning mm-hmm. drive. And Ronnie was also asked about that in the <laughs> locker room. Fine. Uh, after the game, and he was saying, yeah, I want to be out there. And J.K. Dobbins, he met with the media uh, during open locker room. He says, it hurts not being out there, but I just have to be patient. So to your point, I think there is a hard There's a number. number there. But when it comes to J.K. Dobbins, it is puzzling because that was his season low in snaps. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out Sunday. Absolutely. But it, it sounds like at least – that there is some sort of plan, and they're following it, and it's going well, at least so far. Yeah, but my hunch would be that it's like 10 or 12 more snaps, not doubling it. You know what I mean? No. Not 24. Like, I, I I would, it certainly sounds like there is an incremental progression in mind. Sure. No, absolutely. And that's been going back to when he returned to practice, right? Yes. Where it was every other day, it was limited, then it was back-to-back days, and then it was back-to-back days full, and then there was the second week before he came back. It's just following this program uh, that they obviously had in place for Ronnie. So we're going to be looking forward to seeing both him and J.K. Dobbins, what their what the workload increases are. As, as T-Bone just said, Dobbins in open locker room today saying, I'm being patient with the plan. But it seems like both guys trending, not going whatever this is. Uh, For Micah? In, in a, yeah, it's not wood. In a positive direction as they move forward. Well, and on the Dobbins front, we're getting Justice Hill back out on the practice field as well. So that may play a role yeah. because he, was, um, he had been their most – effective running back thus far at the point he started hobbling off the field after what looked like another explosive run, which was going to be an even more explosive run. Inside access here on a rainy Thursday. Coming up next, oh, man, it's good. Well, who won last week? Always one of the best segments of the week. It's Bounce Back Fallback with your host, T-Bone, next here on The Fan. Inside access with Jason and Ken. Wyman. The Ginger Gorilla. Lock and Fora. JLC, it's built in. And Barbalace. T-Bone and his nonsensical amusement Woo. park. Inside Access, 105.7 The Fan. You know what that music means. It's time for Bounce Back Fallback. Your host, T-Bone. Let's look back at last week before we get into this week. Lamar Jackson, over 80 yards rushing. He had 12 carries for 58 yards. His over-under in Vegas was 57 and a half. 
That hit for me. Oh, I'm well aware because I was yeah, sitting was, next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like you, that you were in full panic for a kneel oh, down. Oh, my God. Ken, you bounce back. Jason, you also bounce back. You said 16 carries, 86 yards, and a touchdown. The touchdown would be 14 yards in length. He did not have a rush. Oh, that's a fall. That's a fallback. We yes. both fell back. Well, no, no. You both said that he would be over 80 yeah, yards. Right. He didn't get 80 yards, so what's a fallback? No, no, I know, but I'm saying you guys both. Said we no got points. it wrong. Yeah. yeah, he said we both bounced back. That's all I'm saying. We fell back. No, no, no. I said you chose uh, bounce back. You oh, okay. chose <laughs> bounce back. No. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins, 75 all-purpose yards. He had eight carries, 44 yards, zero catches. Ken, you bounced back. Yes, I did. <laughs> Jason fell back. He said 64 all-purpose yards, 20 yards off, but Jason's on the board. Ravens do not turn the ball over. Lamar Jackson, of course, was intercepted. Ken, you bounced back. Jason, you fell back. You thought they would lose a fumble and one interception, so we'll close Jason Damn up. close, T-Bone. Jason, Jason, Damn close. Jason up. If only they would have fumbled. Jason up 2-0. Travis Jones gets his first sack. Ken, you bounced back. I was very confident this past week. <laughs> Jason, you fell back. Three tackles, one tackle for a loss of Joe Mixon for minus three yards. He didn't record a stat. Yeah. So You were close on that one. <laughs> he at least had the fallback. Yeah. So Jason up 3-0. It's getting ugly. Ravens hold Joe Burrow to under 300 yards. You both bounced back, and Jason, you said 283 yards. Burrow had 217, so Jason's hot right now. He's got four. When you know, you know, T-Bone. When you know, you know. This one, a little unfair, but Ravens hold T. Higgins under 80 yards. He did get hurt. Yeah. But we're going to count it nonetheless. Ken, you fell back. Jason, you bounced back. You said 78 yards. Two touchdowns. He would be one of three Bengals to have between 60 and 85 yards receiving. T. Higgins, of course, didn't have a catch, but he got hurt early. And no Bengal had more than 53 yards receiving. So swinging him. He's bound to get one wrong. Yeah. I can't. T. Bone, I'm not perfect. Yeah. And you guys laughed. You guys laughed at me for asking this question. Joe Mixon averages over four yards per carry. He ended up averaging 4.8. Both of you guys fell back. Jason. You said 3.74 yards per carry. He actually averaged 5.6. Excuse me. It was 4.8 is a team. team. So yeah. he really blew that out of the water. So Jason yeah, in a blowout one. this week. 5-2. Yeah. to two. So, Jason, we will. Ginger Gorilla just catching body blows all over the place uh, this week. <laughs> it's a tough day. We will start with you this week, Jason. Lamar just has one passing touchdown in yeah. each of the last two weeks. Zero rushing touchdowns. Bounce back, fallback. He will combine for three touchdowns, including passing and rushing. And receiving. Why not? Throw that in. Sure. Philly special? Still a little wacky. One passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. That's a fallback. That is a fallback. Jason, or Ken. T-Bone, I do think he gets off the schneid this week against the Giants, and he will have at least three combined touchdowns. So count me in for a bounce back. Ken, J.K. Dobbins, he did not lead running backs in snaps last week. King on Drake did, despite being a healthy scratch the prior two weeks. Bounce back, fallback. J.K. Dobbins will 
lead the running backs in snaps this week. Hmm. Justice Hill looks like he's trending back. I'm going to say bounce back. He's going to lead the team the team in rushing. The running backs and carries. We're not interested in touches here. Not touches. Just rushes. Weird. Snaps. Snaps, not rushes. Not oh, rushes. Snap oh, just count. snap count. Snap count. I'm still going to say bounce back. Snap count. Interesting. We're getting bold here. I'm going to say count. he finishes with two more snaps than any other running back. So that, that back. is a bounce back for yeah. the people. Ravens receivers, Rashad Bateman plays, doesn't play. This question. Wide receivers not named Duvernay Bateman will combine, combine for 50 receiving yards. They had just 23 last week. So, Jason, we'll start with you. Yes. They will combine for 38 receiving yards. And Robinson will lead them with 12. I don't know why, but I just see some sort of... Like, Robinson will get his 20-some yards, and then, like, there's going to be a weird Prochet or Wallace touchdown. Oh, like, he'll be his only oh. catch of the game, but it gets us over 50. Prochet or Wallace. Look who's trying to play the game at a higher Prochet level. I just, well, I can't force from, from checkers to chess, <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah, it's, it's, I can't two, force two plus years he, in the making. And he said, Demarcus Robinson, how many yards? He'll have, like, 20-some, and then they'll have a 30-yard touchdown, which gets 20. us over 50. And a 30-yard okay. Yeah, that gets us over 50. So I'm going to say bounce back. Right. Oh, that's a Might be bold. their only catch, but it'll be a touchdown. Okay, moving on. Ken Wyman. Giants have given up 15 sacks in five games. Ravens get four or more sacks on Sunday. Well, you know me. Every week I say they're going to get a bunch of sacks. So (laughs) why would I stop now? I'm going to bounce back on that one. It's going to be a game flow heavily favoring the run game. It's going to help protect the weak spot on that offensive line has been Evan Neal to this point. We know Barkley can line up all over, all over the place, T-Bone. He can help him pass protection. The Ravens will have two sacks. No. That was a long buildup to not much yeah. for prediction. <laughs> womp womp. Okay. Moving on, Jason. I'm here uh, for accuracy. Hey, not, I'm no, not, you're right. I'm you not here wanna... trying to make you goofballs that, laugh. Yeah. That just might have been I'm the longest buildup. I'm bringing it from the heart. Yeah. That might have been the longest buildup in the, the history of the game. Giants have averaged 179 yards on the ground. Second in the NFL, Jason. Ravens hold them to under 130 rushing yards. As a team? The New York football giants will rush for 167 yards as a team. Hmm. I have this weird feeling that because the giants aren't very, uh, they're not good at throwing the football and they don't have a lot of weapons either. Not good, Ken. I think this is going to be a weird game where they, they, they commit to stopping the run. Whereas they, you know, they're usually committing to stopping the pass. I do think that what's the number again? 130. I, I'm going to say they do hold them under 130 yards rushing. How about we get some Terps questions in? Four okay. and two. They are heading to Indiana. Double-digit favorites on the road. Ken, they've averaged 157 yards on the ground this year, but they had just 72. 
against Purdue. Maryland is going to get over their season average against Indiana. Say that again. I'm sorry. They've averaged 157 rushing yards per game, Terps. They had just 72 last week uh, against Purdue. Indiana. Yeah. Maryland I'll... over their season average. Bounce back. Uh, they're good. They'll get over. I don't think we've done college football. You get wacky with NBA. 186, T-Bone. Okay. 186. Oh, he's, it's an it's over. Strong, strong magnetism there. I feel the pull. I'm seeing the numbers. Rakeem, 186. Rakeem Jarrett and Dante Dimas haven't had big years this year. They failed to go over 50 yards since the SMU game. Jason, both of them are going to go over 50 yards against Indiana. Yes. <laughs> it's a bounce back. Indiana's no, bad. I'm messing with you. Indiana's bad, Tim. Uh, you, every time you, you know when you poke the bear. T-Bone, when you come after my process, I have to bite back. <laughs> I have to snap back. That's fair. Indiana's bad, Tim. I'm going to say bounce back as well. Hey, uh, some breaking news. The injury report is out. Ronnie Stanley did practice in full today after missing yesterday. Uh, DMPs, Bateman, Boyle, Cleveland, Houston, limited Justice Hill. So that's your injury report. We'll come back. It's Northern Exposure. And what are the Browns saying as they get ready? Their defense is poo-poo. Yeah, they, they're they're playing the Patriots this Sunday. Brady. Bailey Zappi coming to town. What's Miles Garrett think of Bailey Zappi? He's going to tell you next here on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason Ken. Northern Exposure on Inside Access. Sponsored by Plaza Ford. See why customers have trusted Plaza Ford for more than 85 years. Get quality vehicles and superior service at Plaza Ford. Bel Air Road in Bel Air or online at plazaford.com. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman traverse the AFC North. I had a couple of misalignments and uh, just not being where you're supposed to be. And usually that wouldn't cost us, but they they were able to take advantage of, of some of those those times where we weren't where we we're supposed to be. And you know, guys didn't fit off uh, each other and, and make each other right. You know, it's 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 hard to say that. Uh, you know, it's, it's one guy's fault or another. You know, sometimes you know we're able to communicate, and if one guy's you know, out of place, another guy fills in that same gap. But it doesn't always work like that. You know, we weren't we weren't able to see it at the, when it happened, and you know we're, we're trying to you know, make it better and get better on, on that uh, on that side of the ball. Miles Garrett talking about the defense faltering. They lost to the Chargers, even though the Chargers tried to give them the game. Uh, 30 to 28 this past Sunday. They are hosting the Patriots, two and a half point favorites this Sunday. And Jason, how surprised are you about that this defense has not played well of late? They built this thing so that the defense was going to carry the load till the creep quarterback came back. Yeah. I mean, that's the like, I mean, they're going to run the ball. Jacoby Brissett was going to manage the game. Jacoby Brissett's been throwing a lot of interceptions in the mm-hmm. final three minutes of games that have led to them not winning as many as they should. And the defense was was going to lead the way. Folks, they're allowing 5.98 yards per play. They're 25th in the NFL. It's right be- tucked between the Steelers and the Vikings. They're mm-hmm. averaging 5.3 per rush. Um... Denzel Ward, when he's healthy, plays really well, but he's kind of beat up. They haven't gotten the clowny Garrett thing going to any great degree. 
Um, I think some of the the injuries and absences, departures they had at D-Tackle is looming large right now. They haven't been able to hold leads against limited offensive teams like the New York Jets. I think it's a major cause for concern. Um, I'm not buying what they're selling right now. It's a huge concern, and your stars got to play like stars, right? And you mentioned Denzel Ward, Jason, and he's coming off a Pro Bowl year in which he gave up a career low in yards per target at 5.6. Now he's given up a career high so far, 8.9 yards per target, 14.8 yards per completion. They just paid him a ton of money. And this defense against the Chargers, Chargers are one of the worst Rushing offenses in football, they put up 238 yards. Well, on they them. got they got it going with Eckler now. I, yes, and the weird thing is they're running better without Slater than they were with yeah. them. I don't know if that. I think that's more because they're getting heavier. They're they're getting they're getting more people involved in the run game than they were before. But it, it's it's pretty stunning the turnaround. Eckler's back. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Let's hear from the defensive coordinator of the Browns, Joe Woods. Joe, what's going on with your defense? Disappointing. Um, when I. Watch it with the defense. We always talk about what we did well, areas we need to improve. So definitely pointing out the mistakes and a little bit of its uh, execution, whether it's staying in the gap, run fits, uh, missed tackles, really showed up missed tackles last week. And then from my standpoint as coordinator, we got to have enough in the menu to stop what we're going to see, but at the same time, simple enough where we can play fast and execute. I don't know what they were talking about. They did well on Sunday when they gave up 30 of the Chargers. Well, there's a lot of people right now calling for that coordinator. Like, if you were going to say in this division right now, give me two coordinators who the fan base is ready to tar and feather. I know one. Matt Canada and that guy. Yeah. I don't know how a menu is supposed to stop a defense. I mean, that's kind of like food there. But with Woods, it's it's just – it's been – they're trying to keep the team afloat, and really everything that can go wrong right now is going wrong. Jacoby Brissett, you brought him in to just not turn over the football. He's doing that at crucial spots. The defense has been bad. Their kicker missed two Cage kicks. Yeah. yeah, on on and the potential him. and the potential game winner. So you add it all up, they're two and three. And initially, you're thinking, "Wow, Kevin Stefanski, he's." Really keeping them up, and didn't they start two and zero, or was it two and one? And everyone's kind of high on him, and now it's just been—you keep seeing these self destructions. I'll say this: that Nick Chubb's playing great, and they're yeah. wasting it. They started two and one, two and one. Yeah, they, the remember they blew the game two. to the Jets. Yeah, yeah. could have been three and zero. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett has thrown an interception in the final three minutes of all three of their losses. And he's, you know what I mean, the whole thing with him. And, and and he's doing a lot of good stuff early in games and early down play action. Mm. And they've unlocked Amari Cooper in a couple of games. But that team is built to keep a lead, especially the, it's, I mean, it's on paper, in theory, built to keep a lead. And especially to keep leads against teams that are limited offensively, and they haven't done it. So can they slow down the fighting zappies on Sunday? I like New England in this game. New England's getting two and a half. Um, Kevin Stefanski. Seven and thirteen at home, ATS against the spread. Wow, in his career, Belichick against the Browns. You know that's a big one for him. Yeah. Even, even, even to this day, years, I was yeah. Say, was it? yeah, even to this day, Before and New England, even without Harris, New England can run the football. New England can bow up and run the football, 
And the Browns can't stop it right now. 5.32 yards per carry, that's third worst in football. You would think he'd technically be madder at the Ravens because they were the Browns, and they came here after they fired him than the actual Browns, who were sort of like an expansion team. Sure. I think it's more going Cleveland. to Cleveland yeah. where they sort of hate yeah. him. Yeah, no, no, I get that. That's a deep grudge. That's yes. 20, that's, no, that's, a, that's yeah. 26 years. That's Belichick. 27 years. Actually. Yeah, they fired him at the, at the end of the twenty uh, the 95, 95. season. Yeah, because yeah. then they came to Baltimore and hired Ted Brachibroto. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's a Sunday 1 o'clock game. It's Inside Access. Coming up next here on the show, a little purple rain in the forecast. We're going to hear from Greg Roman. We're going to hear from Mike McDonald. Greg Roman, what do you think about playing against Wink Martindale? He's going to give you his thoughts next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 